Today's dating world comes with a lot of BS. Ghosting, boring conversations, and endless first dates that don't go anywhere. It's complete BS, and it's got to stop. I'm your host, Kenna Renee, and Dating Without the BS gives you straight-to-the-point dating solutions so you can meet the exceptional partner waiting for you. So let's do it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited. We are continuing the series where we just kind of, I haven't named it yet. I don't know what I'm going to name it. It's just like casually hang out, talk about dating, but in an intentional and smart way. Because quite honestly, if you listen to like any dating podcast that's out there, even if you listen to like these influencers talk about dating, it makes me want to throw it in my mouth because I'm like, y'all suck. You guys suck. Like they're saying nothing helpful. They're not talking about it in an intentional way. They're not even talking about it in a way that like makes people be able to move forward. It just keeps us all stuck. So the whole design and idea of like this series birthing out of me was a little bit selfish because I was like, we need to talk smarter about this. And two, it was also because I was like tired of hearing the crap that's out there. I'm like, surely someone's got to be like me where they want a casual conversation about dating, but it's not stupid. Like I'm not getting dumber by the minute by listening to it. And that's sometimes how I feel. And that's like my, see, this is also what you're going to get is this very candid side of me that isn't really scripted and isn't really thinking about like, how do I serve these people in like the best way possible? Like sometimes it's just going to be really raw. And so the guest here today, I am inviting her on because I think she's the same. Welcome to Dating Without the BS, Kia. It's a pleasure to have you. Hi, Kenna. Thank you for having me. I'm excited because you're very candid. You're very honest. You're very open. You are also hilarious. You, (laughs) I feel like the internet does something good things sometimes where it just like brings people together. It's like in real life, we would probably be friends. Totally. I feel the same. We like the same things. We're into fashion. We're into art. We're into music. We like to be social. Like... I just, I love all those things about you. We love making out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, not with each other, but like, (laughs) we love making out with guys. Like, oh my God, it's so true. I love, I said this on the last episode too. I was like, making out is so fun. Who doesn't love making out? It is. It's so fun. So this whole idea of this episode, really again, the series is about like, let's just, chat about dating but intentionally and get raw and real and share experiences and all those things and I'm glad you were willing to do that so before we get started can I ask you a couple of questions about you sure definitely I didn't send her these oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) these were not included what is the one thing you wish people knew about you um I would have to say that aside from like my tough exterior and like my joking around side that I have a sensitive side. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I wish people knew that more. Um, Do you feel like it's scary to show that? Yeah, definitely. It's like, you know, I kind of like look at it like when you're watching a movie or something or like a song and you like start crying it's like usually people aren't around 
mm-hmm. <laughs> when the when that happens. So it's kind of like, oh, like yeah, I want someone to know that that those things affect me. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that makes that's what makes you attractive. Like I think that's what makes you sexy. Oh, thank you. Thanks. The crying. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking, who was I talking to about this? Oh, I was talking to this guy in town. We were talking about dating and he was like, Uh I don't know. I just feel like I'm missing the mark. Like, I feel like something's wrong. And I was like, honestly, (laughs) I'm trying not to say his name because I was like going to say his name, but I was like, Mm -hmm. honestly, like, do you think people get to see like all sides of you? And he's like, what? And I was like, you know, I see you and you're like nice and cordial and professional and you're always sincere, Mm -hmm. but like, are there other layers that like people are experiencing with you? And he's like, I don't even know what that looks like. And I was like, like for a moment you got really bold and you got passionate about something that you were saying. And like, you could tell that you had, you would like, that's a side of you that would like take the lead. If something like shit hit the fan, I was like, girls, like women, like, do they experience that with you? Or are you just like trying to be proper and nice? Right. right? And, and like respectful is what he was saying. He's like, well, I'm trying to be respectful. And I'm like, but you're always going to be respectful. But mm-hmm. like women need to see that side of you. That's like, has an opinion, like that right. raw side of you, because then she knows like, I'm going to be safe with her. And he's like, but what about you and I We're just like platonic friends? And I'm like, but I love seeing the multi-layers of who people are. Right. Totally. Yeah. So I would have to definitely say sensitive. And then there was another one that came to mind, but it, it like escaped me for a minute there. I was trying to like think of something else. <laughs> more do more you poignant. Th- do you like seeing the multi-layers of who people are? I do. I think it's really important to, you know, see those things because it gives you like a 3D glimpse into like who they are versus like just a flat, you know. Yeah. Um, perception. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Shy. Like sometimes I can get really shy. Like this podcast, I was kind of like nervous about it. And be, you know, like, I don't think so silly, but see, you think it's silly, but I do. I get really shy (laughs) when I like, don't know when something's new or like if I meet someone, a group or (laughs) I'm like really shy, but then I warm up eventually. I know. I used to be like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I realized that like my shyness was actually feeling like, oh, don't be too much in this room. And right. so then I realized I was like, oh, like F that. Like I think I'm <laughs> supposed to be too much. Right. <laughs> like God didn't create me any other way. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's one message you have for the world? Oh my goodness. Wow. One message that I have for the world, I think it would be is that we just need to embrace love. Like, I feel like that's 2024. It's like, I just feel like people aren't embracing love. And I feel like if we come from that space, a lot of the issues that are happening in the world might be able to be solved and I know that sounds very like Bob Marley like hippie dippy (laughs) but it's true it's It's true true. because even like when I'm angry about things I'm like okay what did Elizabeth and Kenna tell me to do okay yeah go back to (laughs) (laughs) go back to love go back to love and like how can you change it into love even if it's like if you're like hating on yourself you know like go back to what to loving yourself like what would you say and I just feel like if that like love like going back to love and just um 
and just being open and receptive to different types of people that you come across, you know? It's so funny that you say that because I was leaving the gym this morning and I was like, I wonder what would happen. I've actually had this idea multiple times. I wonder what would happen if I just like walked around like high-fiving people and was like, great job. Good (laughs) job for showing up. Like, you're amazing. Like, you look hot. Like, Uh if people be like, what the fuck? But it's truly, (laughs) (laughs) it's truly sometimes how I feel. Uh Like, why are we not smiling and hugging each other more? Why are we not giving people the benefit of the doubt more? Why are we, like, I know COVID changed our behavior and made us more closed off, but guys, Mm -hmm. we're out of it now. I know. I feel like, and I, it's funny that you say that because I, um, in the summer times when I'm like out with my friends, we have this drinking game and it's kind of like truth or dare, but it's like nice truth or dare. It's like, oh, if you see a bunch of people at a bar, go get them some water and be like, hey guys, would you like some water? And people are like, what the f- Or like when someone's like waiting, like clearly they're ordering an Uber or something like, oh, you know what? Put that on my tab. I got your Uber. Where are you going? And like, (laughs) and they're and like, people are just so like weird about it. But you get more courage, you know, when you're drinking. Yeah, I don't know. And that's weird. It's like you can be more nicer when you're. But well, it doesn't like phase you, you know, so we play these like nice truth or dare games. <laughs> I love that so much. That's how I know we're supposed to be friends. Because mm-hmm. it's like, that's like stuff that I would do too. We're just, right. like, like, just come up with some random game that like uh-huh. you're forcing interaction, you're creating interaction, you're leaving somebody with like a good taste in their mouth. Like uh-huh. you're, there's just so many things that it's like you're doing. I think it's right. awesome. Yes, totally. I love it. All right. So describe dating in three words if you had to. Um, pre or post Kenna? <laughs> no, just today. How you feel today? Honestly, well, how you feel today? But I mean, you like you've really been a really instrumental coach in like how I thought. Because I mean, what I thought before I met you was that okay. I'm just gonna say the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like before I met you, I thought that dating was non-existent. It was daunting and it was stressful. And then. After I was coached by you and just, you know, just reading a bunch of things out there about dating, now it's like, to me, it's fun, it's exciting, and it's eye-opening because it's Mm. like a reflective of like, okay, so what is this showing me about myself that I need to, you know, tweak or, you know, I'm not going to say improve, but... I feel like dating is super eye-opening because it teaches me a lot about myself and what I need to do, what my next steps need to be in any situation. So good. Mm -hmm. Jason and I were talking, Jason and I were talking at like over dinner last night Mm -hmm. and there was this guy at the gym. He like knows all the guys I think are good looking. He's like, like, your boyfriend's single again. And I was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, the Asian guy? And he's Mm -hmm. like, yeah. And that's like a big deal for me because you know my background about Asians and like I've never wanted to date them. Yeah. And so he, and this guy, this guy though, he's like good looking. Like he is like, he is buff and gorgeous and like tall. And you see him and you're just like, oh my gosh, like I would definitely go out with you. Right. So, um, 
he's like, he's single. And I was like, well, what happened? He's like, I don't know. He didn't say what happened. He just said that they broke up like man, mm-hmm. dude talk. And he's like, but then he started complaining about dating. And I was like, that guy's oh. complaining about dating. <laughs> and I was like, no. And he's like, yeah. He goes, apparently he's like, I don't really go out and I'm not in the scene of like going out mm-hmm. and like all these girls online, like kind of suck. And he's like, they know he's like, I want a family. I want to get married. I want to have kids. Like, I want to settle down. Like, I don't want to play these games. And he's like, they just like, are just like wonky girls. Now I'm going to say this coupled with the fact that like, I went on my, my male clients app Mm -hmm. and was like looking at the women and looking at the profiles and like, that shit is whack. Like, I'm going to be honest, ladies, y'all don't know. Like, come on, like really one, the sexual innuendos that are out there are insane, mm-hmm. but full to bring it back to why I brought this up to begin with was because like everyone is struggling. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not a matter of like, love is this outdated thing. If everyone is struggling and everyone wants it and everyone's ready and over the bullshit. Right. Then it's just like, we literally have to take a different approach. That's all. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Totally. I like to know what my competition is too. What with the girls? Yeah, I always. Oh my ask, god, their profiles suck. Ah, <laughs> I always ask guys when I go on dates with them. I'm like, so, what's my competition like? <laughs> you know, like I'm pro woman, but uh-huh. like no one's helping themselves. Like, no, there. When you're talking about, you don't get a 3D like understanding of who someone is. Mm-hmm. It's all really like there's at least three photos that are sexually ex- like innuendos, like that are just like I'm re- I'm down. I'm down. Like, that's what it looks like. I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's other ones that are, like, they're so crazy filtered. (laughs) And then the girls' bios are worse than the guys. Really? Like, one girl's like, what's your typical Sunday? And she's like, depends what happened Saturday. And I'm like, are you kidding me? gosh. Oh, no. Like, are you kidding me? That's all you are? (laughs) That's literally telling me you drink a lot, you party a lot. In that one sentence. And like, okay, maybe you do drink and party a lot, but I'm sure that there are other things about you that are great Mm -hmm. that you're not showing at all. All you're showing, and it's interesting, like as much as we're frustrated that guys take us casually on these apps, Mm -hmm. there were more casual profiles Uh, from women. There were more casually, it's not innuendo. What is the word I'm looking for, Kia? Um like undertone yes mm-hmm. their profiles had an undertone of casualness mm-hmm. more than like i was gonna say in the high 80 percentage wow and that i mean it's a direct reflection of how the guys act on there exactly so it's like hello <laughs> he's gonna treat you based like, on what he sees right what you're putting out there and when I was talking to like mm-hmm. my client about it, I was like, what do you think about this? And he's like, honestly, like for a dude, it's a profile until I see you're just a profile until mm-hmm. I see you in person. And for a woman, we're thinking I'm talking to this guy directly mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. just see it as a profile. Right. Which, we talked about that before. Yeah, definitely. Right. Because I mean, that's another thing that I kind <laughs> of wish that, but I mean, as if you're telling me that it's very casual on the female side, it's like, well, because on the male side, what I, what I have been seeing a lot is that they don't answer any questions. It's like, okay, do you think you're just going to get by with your looks? You know, like, well, some have, you know, it's just right. I mean, their whole entire life, they've probably been getting by, yes. by with their looks and they don't feel like they need to 
answer any questions. Oh, find out when I, when we go on a date or find out when you ask me. And it's just like, but, or, or they'll ask you questions on the, um, on the sections. And it's just like, well, you're not saying anything. Why would I sit here and ask, answer your question if you're not saying anything? Totally. Giving me a glimpse of who you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think it'd be funny if you were like, well, this tells me who you are. I know. And, and I don't mean that seriously, but right. it's like a guy acts like that. I think nowadays, one, because we've been doing it for so long mm-hmm. and two, because they're like, this is just a profile. Like to right. them, it's a profile. Right. But you know what I mean? It's so much more than that, though. It's like giving me a, just a little glimpse of who you are. No, I know. And like, you know? that's why I think like as much as as much as the dating apps can present us people that we wouldn't come across every day. Right. I think it's hindered us so much because when psychologically women approach it differently than men, mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. two, because it's convinced us that this is like the only effort people are willing to put in. It's convinced us of that. But it's like, no, it's because men put an effort when there's a human in front of them. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. are not seeing this profile as a human. Right. So it's like psych- psychologically, it messes with our brain and how we show up to things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And it's interesting that you say that because it's almost like, you know, I've, you know, since I feel like my age, it's like the, you see like different men on the dating apps too. They all want, no, I shouldn't say all, but a majority of them put pictures of from like 10, 15 years ago. And I'm like, and then they'll have like one picture of like what they look like. Now I'm like, dude, you do not look like that now. Like, why are you catfish? It's like basically catfishing. And I've heard men complain about that, but I'm like, you guys do that all the time. Why are you putting old pictures up you don't look like that now yeah it's no totally so annoying it is you know? so annoying it's like the old pictures for men yeah is the equivalent of like a filter for a woman right I'm like and then they'll have like one picture of themselves now and I'm like well why would I even want to go on a date with you if you're already being deceitful I'd be like, who are you? Right. Which one? Yeah. Are you closer to picture A, B, or C? Wait, you told me to say, <laughs> oh, you have, it seems like you've had a lot of variety, a variety of looks over the years. Yeah. Which one is the most closest? Which one's the most current? <laughs> Which one's the most current? You've had a lot of variety of looks over the years. <laughs> I love that one. Because, hello, if we're not calling it out. <laughs> right. Then we're all just accepting it. Exactly. Like, he, maybe he realizes like, oh, fuck, I really shouldn't do that probably. Right. And it's like, you know. and, and then I don't want to be an a-hole and like put that in my dating profile and be like, <laughs> make sure your pictures are current because I see that too. Guys oh, will put all that stuff and I'm like, your pictures aren't current. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So annoying. So, all right. Yeah. What do you wish men knew? Um, well, I wish they knew that we don't care. We care about what you look like now. We don't care about what you look like 10, 15 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just kind of wish that they, um, that they know. Okay. So I feel like a lot of men 
I would say like, okay, and I'm also bringing it back to Bumble because I kind of feel like Bumble has made men lazy and made men like beta men. Mm. And I kind of feel like we want you to take the lead. We want you to be like, okay, like be definitive and like what we're doing or like, you know, like Mm -hmm. a weekend plans or like a getaway or something like that or what we're having for dinner. Like take the lead. I love it because it's like Mm -hmm. I have a job where I have to be in the lead 24 Mm seven. And it's like when I'm in my personal (laughs) space time with my man, I want them to be in the lead. So I I like just be decisive and like be manly right off the bat. That's what I wish they knew. Um, Also that we want compliments. I feel like I know Mm -hmm. I do, you know, like I need Mm -hmm. those words of affirmation. I just, I wish that they knew like, and I feel like as I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, I just need to tell them. It's like, I want them to know what my love language is without me having to ask for it or say it. It's kind of like read the room. No, <laughs> like, that, no, it's not read the know? room. That's read my mind. Right. Well, <laughs> that's, Kia, that's not even read the room. I you, mean, I mean, wear a sign, girl, that says, give me compliments. I want compliments, but I mean, I shouldn't have to like, do I have to spell it out? Yes. Okay. And here's why I'm saying that. Because, okay, when I was in my early 20s, and I think I love you. I love you, girl. Yeah. But I think this is a little bit of an only child syndrome thing. Oh, yeah. Because your parents had to predict your needs all the time. And they got really good at it. You know what I mean? And, like, my mom, same thing. Because there was such a big age gap with me and my my half siblings. (laughs) She got so good at, like, reading my needs and my wants. Right. so I was sitting with my therapist because I was getting offended, like, by not feeling loved enough by the guy that I was with at the time. And he was like, (laughs) well, what, what do you want him to do different? And he's like, I want, like, I want him to hug me more. And I want him to like tell me I'm beautiful. And like, right. he's like, well, why don't you go ask for those things? And I was like, no, he <laughs> should, like he, she, and he was like, he should read your mind. And I was like, <laughs> yes. And he was like, no, you're expecting him to be your parent and mm-hmm. he's your partner. Right. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, oh. Like, Interesting. whoa. Yeah. And it stuck with me. Like my <laughs> ego for a long time was like, no, I still want someone to read my mind. Right. And then as I became more emotionally mature. Right. Right. I realized like, oh, when I'm asking for it, then I'm like helping that person know how to love me. And like, I'm giving them the ability to love me more easily. Right. Totally. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not that Jason doesn't want to. Like, hello, you're talking to the person who does not want him to work full time, who mm-hmm. wants him to sit around thinking about me and my <laughs> needs yes. and, and praising me and every idea I come up with being like, that's amazing and brilliant. And I, I want him doing that full time. <laughs> I do. I actually do. I know that I part want that of me. too. I know. You know what I, you know what I mean? I and, know. And so because I realized like, oh, that's like my ego. That's not love. Mm-hmm. Is when I was like, oh, but if I can tell somebody, then I can help them love me more easily. Cause I don't think it's that people don't want to. I think it's that they don't know. Like right. this guy, I heard him describe it perfectly. He was like, Let's just say that every woman has a five different uh, five digit code to access her, mm-hmm. or let's just say ten digits to right. access who she is and crack who she is. There's a ten digit code, and each woman has a different code. Mm-hmm. 
each woman, it's not even like the first few numbers are the same. They're all different. Right. <laughs> He's like, I don't know how to love each one of you guys because you're all fucking different. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, we are. And I think that this but goes. They are too. <laughs> they are. They, mm. No. Well, okay. So there's this girl who does this like energy healing work. Mm-hmm. And she does it by like attaching like um, these. I've never been to her, but I heard about it. She attaches like these little mechanisms to your body to do like mm-hmm. a body scan, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it shows up on the computer screen, like the frequency. And yeah. so she can identify like where you might have mold or where you might have like parasites and things like that. Or if you have any of that. And so through the scans. And she said that like a man's body mm-hmm. is so much like it's so linear. Oh, really? She's like, a woman's body is so complex. Wow. Well, it makes sense. I mean, it does we, make sense. We yeah. give life. Right. Right? Yeah, totally. We have to be complex. So anyways, mm-hmm. I just thought that was in- interesting. But like, I feel like this goes along the lines of like, how things have shifted. Cause you were like, you know, mm-hmm. you want someone to take the lead and you want someone to be more of a man yeah. and like all of those things. But then the catch 22 is for every third woman that says that there's going to be two women who are offended mm. that they didn't get an option who feel like you're telling me what to do, who mm-hmm. feel. And, I, and I've watched this. I was out with Jason and his friends were talking to this girl and she was like, his friends are good looking. Mm-hmm. And he goes over, starts talking to like these group of three girls, and one automatically is just like sassy. <laughs> I love it. And she's like, Well, what makes you think that I would want that? <laughs> and he's I literally trying to be a gentleman. <laughs> and he's just like, Are you kidding me right now? Right. Like, this is happening. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like the difficulty and the guard. And so like, how do you feel about like the female empowerment era that we're in that Mm -hmm. I think also throws off men showing up? I think there's pros and cons. Definitely. Um, Cause you know, like the pros, like I like it in the workplace, but in the dating arena, I don't, you know, just for me personally, it's like, I want the man to take the lead. I want, I want them to like, yeah, I just want that. And I feel like, right. There's just pros and cons to the whole thing, you know? Yeah. I think we Mm -hmm. need to like personally define what taking the lead means nowadays. Yeah. Cause like the conversation, I was was like sort of fed up with Uh like every woman saying, I want a man to take the lead. I want a man to take the lead. And I was like thinking about like my relationship with Jason. And I was like, we didn't really like, he asked me out. He kept asking Mm -hmm. me out, but then I kept asking him out. Right. And the only thing that he did to take the lead was like, he always let me know he was interested, but it was just like this take it or leave it approach. Right. Like he didn't take the lead. Right. Like it was both of us figuring out like, oh, we want to move towards each other. Uh-huh. And then when it comes to like our life, there are certain decisions that are his and there are certain decisions that are mine. Mm-hmm. But like I predominantly decide a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> so I started researching. I was like, when did this whole idea of taking the lead come into play? Yeah. And it was like literally when women had no money, like they couldn't, they didn't have money. Right. Right. He, they weren't allowed yeah. to have money. Right. So taking the lead at that time meant 
you found a man who had a plan for his life mm-hmm. and had the financial means to like live that plan and, and take then, care of you. Yep. And he let that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we still, we just really need to reevaluate. I think what taking the lead is, I don't right. think it's wrong in the sense like you want, I think what we want is safety. I think what we want is like providership. I do think we want providership. That's how we're wired. Mm-hmm. But this idea of taking the lead, I think, needs to be reevaluated by like each person. Totally. Yeah. Because it, and then each relate, right? Each relationship. It could be, I want this and somebody else wants another, you know, something for them to take the lead on. Cause like the idea for even for a man to take the lead, like back even recently, was like he was going to pursue you, pick you. You didn't really have, like a lot of women were like, I just have to like accept. They still feel like that today. Mm. I just accept what comes at me. And I'm like, what? No. No. (laughs) Like you get to choose. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like wonky, this idea of like taking the lead feels like safety to a woman, but it's like, I don't know where you're going. Like, what am I agreeing to? (laughs) Well, you know I mean, what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that maybe needs to be a conversation. Yeah. Like, where are we going? What kind yeah. of lead is this? Right. Do I like it? Do I trust it? Right. Like, are you going to act like you can lead and then all of a sudden stop leading? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. I don't know. I just think <laughs> taking the lead is one of those unevaluated ideas about dating. Mm-hmm. That like it hits our inherent needs psychologically, physiologically as a woman and a man. Like, right. A man wants to provide. A woman wants to be like nurtured and cared for. Mm-hmm. But it like needs to be reestablished for the modern dating world. Totally. I agree. Like my that guy I was talking to the other day. He said the same thing. He's like, women are like, take the lead. Be a man. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, that's me to a certain level. But it's also like, I want you to join me. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> you know right totally and i think we read like high masculinity which to me is like toxic masculinity as like mm-hmm. safety yeah and we miss the guys like jason who are like hey i'll lead but take it or leave it right like i'm not gonna beg you yeah i'm not gonna chase you right <laughs> you know yeah oh another thing i was thinking that I wish men knew. And this also, it's so funny how they're related, how the women and empow- female empowerment is like related to this. It's like, I also, I want a guy to, I wish they knew that we want, we want their help, mm. <laughs> you know, like on things or like, um, I like really what um, this person said on a group that we're in, they were saying that, I want a guy to teach me something. I wish that they knew that, you know, it's like, I do. I was like, that's awesome. You know, how like, I know. I want them to know that. Yeah. I want them to know that we want help and I want them to know that I want to be taught something. But what about for all the women out there who are like, now you're mansplaining me. Like what's the (laughs) fine line? (laughs) I know. I know. It's like a catch 22, but I just feel like it depends on the person, you know? Do you feel like we're like sometimes a walking contradiction? Yeah. It's like, teach me something, but don't be mansplaining. Yeah, exactly. Lead me, but don't boss me. Right. Like. (laughs) Right. Don't act like my dad. (laughs) Yeah. And I love us. I believe we're just multifaceted, beautiful humans. But like, I can't help but wonder, because I was like thinking about this the other day. Like, Mm -hmm. I like 
my plans. I think they're always brilliant. Mm-hmm. And like if I present them to Jason and he turns me down, I'm always like, it's just because you don't know and you're not getting it. And like I'm going to have to try to convince you. And I was like thinking about this the other day. I was like, what if we instead of like expecting men to do more at the level that we can do it, we mm-hmm. just acknowledge that like we as women are wired the way that we are wired. So then how do we just get men to help us? Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Without sounding like a damsel in distress or something. Yeah. Like how do I just <laughs> use you to like the best level that you're wired as a man? Mm-hmm. And how do I let me be me without being offended like, because I think we can get in our heads sometimes as women of, like, myself included. Like, he's mm-hmm. not romantic enough. He doesn't think of me enough. And I'm like, we are thinking 10 times faster than they are. Just right. by nature. hmm By nature. hmm So then what if I stopped expecting him to be me? Mm-hmm. And I just thought about how could I make him him to the fullest, like, to my fullest advantage. Mm-hmm. As selfish as that sounds. Yeah. Totally. You- you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, um, how can I help you to help? Yeah. <laughs> to help me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm never going to get him to think at my level. He's a man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Oh, God. I love them for them being men. Right. But you're never going to be a woman. Right. Totally. You're never going to think at a woman's level. You're never going to process information at a woman's level. Like, again, because men's brains are box brains and our brains are like, I can focus on so many different things at once and think about what needs to be done in an hour Mm -hmm. and do it all flawlessly. But I mean, so do you think that men, because it's like, I wish that they knew that emotional intelligence was is one of the most important things when you're dating and it's like you know it's like I don't like how do you even (laughs) like I don't know you can't teach that so it's like if you meet someone who has zero emotional intelligence it's just like okay bye you know like that's not something that you can teach um, I think in every single one of us, it's developed by choice. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like as much right. as you're like, you can't teach emotional intelligence. I beg to differ, girl. Cause like, even in the time that like we've known each other, would you say your emotional intelligence has grown? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So it's like, I think it's more or less about a willingness, mm-hmm. a humbleness and openness to like receive, learn, hear other people's perspectives, like a a willingness to like self-reflect even when it's hard, a willingness, like Jason's emotional intelligence will never be at mine because I, I choose to keep developing mine. Right. But like as long as he is willing and open and receptive in the moments where it's important, mm-hmm. like that's all, that's I all like that, that I need. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. emotional intelligence comes with time just because of life's experiences if we choose it. This is true. Yeah. You know? You're right. Mm -hmm. So last question as we wrap up, because these were just interesting. What do you think, like how much of, how much of dating do you think is about attraction versus like compatibility? Compatibility a thousand percent. I used to, I mean, Like I said, when I was younger, I feel like I just thought it was all about, oh my gosh, looks, 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 looks. It has nothing to do with looks. (laughs) It's all about, (laughs) 
Because it's like, if you're doing all the things, like the looks are going to come, you know? And yeah. I feel, that's how I feel now. And I was just like, I can't even, I'm like, well, well maybe this is why I'm, <laughs> I needed to learn this lesson before I got into a relationship that it's all about compatibility and the level in which you can, and the level of the compatibility. It's like, okay, I want to go out and I don't want to cook at home every night, but it's just like, do I want someone that goes out every night <laughs> or do mm-hmm. I want someone, you know, it's like, yeah. I love that. But it's like, do I want someone that wants to do, you know, go out to dinner every night or do I want like a few times a week or, you know, none, mm-hmm. non-existent, like not going out is not going to cut it, you know? So it's yeah. like different levels of that. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. so many of us are still like, this is the candid me saying this, but I love humans. I believe in all of us. I believe in love. I believe that we've just done things one way for so long that like, we just haven't gotten an updated processing system essentially. Mm-hmm. And that is the idea that like, we're still a bunch of adolescent teens trying to find smart love. <laughs> Do you know what? You, like, we're just yeah. still all running around, like, like with our little willies hanging out. Like, oh, ooh, I'm excited about this person. I'm excited about this person. And I'm like, and you're 40 years old and you're heartbroken in six months. I know. I know. Like, losing hope in love. And I'm like, y'all, like, at what point do we realize, like, oh, if I find somebody it's compatible with mm-hmm. that it, I figure out is also that I'm also attracted to mm-hmm. that I spend the rest of my life just having fun. Right. I feel like, right. Cause I feel like compatibility, it leads to attraction. Cause the more compatible you are, you're going to be like, Oh, da da you know, you're yes. going to find them more attractive. Like Jason used to buy me grocery store flowers when we first met. <laughs> not from whole foods <laughs> no safeway oh safeway gosh. flowers <laughs> they're not and- that bad yeah <laughs> i know we're not we're not allowed to buy those it's so funny and i was like <laughs> one day i was like i love you and i never want the flowers to stop <laughs> And do you know who you're dating? <laughs> I know. I, and you know, I think how the conversation came up was because somebody had sent me flowers. Mm-hmm. He's like, wow, those are nicer than the ones I'd ever given you. And I was like, thank God, this is a perfect opportunity. <laughs> and I was like, listen, babe. Oh my gosh. Well, he noticed. That's great. Yeah. And I was like, listen, babe, these <laughs> are the flowers I love. Like these flowers make my heart sing. Mm-hmm. They make may they make me want to jump on you. They make right. me like every time I walk by them, I feel loved, and I just like I do want to get like get down with you every time I see flowers like this. Right, right. And he was like, "Really?" Mm-hmm. And I, from there forward, florist flowers ever since then. <laughs> I love it. That's great. But the the thing is, is like, right, like we're living in a time mm-hmm. where it's like when it comes to attraction versus compatibility, like compatibility is also someone who's open and willing to hear, like, how can I make this person love me more mm-hmm. and like feel loved by me more? And right. like it doesn't always have to be initially compatible to have a strong foundation where it can be compatible in the long run. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with that. 
right? Yeah, totally. Because I feel like that's the most important thing. And just making sure you're asking those questions while you're dating to, or just, you know, but also to like, like watching them, just watching how they do things in certain situations, you know? Absolutely. Like just watching it is a Mm -hmm. huge, huge game changer, like huge game changer. Yeah. So I actually, never mind. That's a whole Mm -hmm. other podcast. Anyways, Kia, this was so fun. (laughs) So fun. Thank you. I'm so glad I did this. Thank you for helping people have more insight and more awareness and giving them a perspective to date smarter because we're all out here doing the best we can. It's like the wild, wild west right now. (laughs) We don't have to give up on love. We just need to figure out a better way to do it. And I loved having your insight on here. Thank you. I loved talking with you. So fun. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Hey, if you want to create a memorable dating experience that leads to the man you want to do life with in just six months, it's time for a coach and we need to chat. Send me a message at kennarenee.co at gmail.com or on Instagram at thekennarenee.co.